Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. Hi, this is Lauren Hicks in the Ogletree Atlanta office, and I'm here today with my colleague Chris Neer, who's in our Columbia office, and we are going to discuss compliance posters. Not the most exciting topic, but really important. It's the end of the year, and we wanted to remind everyone the reasons that these things are important to focus on, even though they may seem like a really small issue. So Chris, from the pandemic, we know a lot of workforces went pretty remote and something like a poster is very susceptible to sort of falling to the wayside, right? Not top of mind because maybe your workforce isn't in the office as much, but there are legal requirements surrounding a variety of posters. We're gonna talk through some of those today. Our federal contractor friends have uh, quite a quite a number of obligations for posting requirements. Some of the posters even come with fines, risk of fines for non-compliance. In other words, failure to put them up or failure to um, put them up in a you know conspicuous place. Chris, when we're working with OFCCP, what um, what type of risk do do we have as far as non-compliance in the posters? Does OFCCP care about them? Well, hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Talking about posters, OSCCP does like to focus in on those a lot. They are a, a regulatory requirement that certain posters be posted. Uh, not only do they inform applicants and employees about their rights and about the company's policies, but, but like we said, they're required under the regulations. And so when you get, for example, a scheduling letter and you go through a compliance review with OSCCP, you can expect a couple of different times that they are going to be looking at some of these postings. Right off the top, uh, your OCCP is likely going to be looking at your career website where you post your jobs. Have you listed the new Know Your Rights poster that we're going to be talking about here in just a minute? That's That's been updated. The, the former EEO is the law and EEO is the law supplement posters. Uh, your pay transparency posters, your uh, EEO policy, things like that. They're going to be looking at that, and that's something that's available to the public. So very easy for, for OFCCP to take a look at. Also, when it comes to bulletin boards, uh, whether or not you've got a variety of different posters listed there, OFCCP during an audit is going to, and particularly an on-site, is going to want to go by, if it's an in-person on-site, they're going to want to go by that bulletin board, they're going to want to look at all the different posters, and they're going to want to make sure that everything is there. Uh, in a virtual on-site, which we've seen the last few years because of the pandemic, they're also going to want to look uh, at those same bulletin boards, but they can't do it in person, so they're going to want to ask for pictures of those bulletin boards. So either way, OSCCP is going to be doing what they can during audits to check and make sure that these posters are there. So Lauren, from there, do we want to get into the the new Know Your Rights poster, some of the new specifics, and how it might be different from the EEO is the law and supplements? Absolutely. And you're right about the audits, Chris. In fact, sometimes they'll even say, take us on a video tour and walk us by the posters, right? They they want to make sure you didn't just put it up for a photo. So they might even say, hey, give me a little tour and let me check it out myself. So this year we had a really material change in that the EEOC, after many years, finally combined the EEO is the law 
and the EEO is the law supplement into a brand new poster long overdue called Now Know Your Rights, Workplace Discrimination is Illegal. And fundamentally, there's not a huge... There's not a huge volume of changes that occurred from the old EEO is the law and the EEO is the law supplement posters to now the combined know your rights workplace discrimination is illegal poster. Um, But it is certainly modernized. It's got a nice interface and it's a little more, I think, um, transitions away from the legalese and really focuses on making it readable to the average uh, person so that it's very friendly. And in fact, on that point, Chris, before we get to the subject of what's, you know, from a substantive standpoint in the poster, they added a QR code, right? So an employee can take their cell phone, quickly walk by, snap the poster if maybe they don't have time to review it or think about it at work, but have access immediately to the EEOC's website to, uh, you know, possibly make a complaint or at least get more information about their rights. So, The Know Your Rights poster informs employees and employers about discrimination based on race, color, sex, including pregnancy and related conditions, sexual orientation or gender identity, national origin and religion, age, equal pay, disability, genetic information, and retaliation. The new poster also adds some new information regarding harassment being a prohibited form of discrimination, which is an important addition, I think, to the poster, and clarifies that sex discrimination includes discrimination on the basis of pregnancy and related conditions, sexual orientation, and gender identity. The new poster even includes the pay secrecy requirements and the pay transparency non-discrimination that has been a component of the EEO is the law supplement poster that was separate for federal contractors and now is combined with the other issues in the new poster. And then it provides, you know, updated forms of links and contacts for employees. It's again, simpler to reach out to include that, that QR code. And I think it really is very plain language and simple for any person who's maybe not as sophisticated in the particular areas of the law, it removes it out of that sort of legalese and it moves into a much friendlier, um, normal way of speaking and understanding what the rights are and how to access information. So that poster is now out and employers, as they're thinking about updating their posters, Chris, a lot of our employers will do it at the beginning of the year or at a certain cadence throughout the year. But as they're looking into updating that poster, that's going to be a big change this year. And again, a a welcome change because it's an overdue combination of the posters. Also more user-friendly, going to be certainly more friendly for employees to understand their their rights. And that is a new one. So it's kind of interesting and exciting (laughs) to see that change, as exciting as the compliance poster world gets. But Chris, that is not the only poster that federal contractors and others have to worry about, right? Tell us about some of the other poster requirements. Yeah, and and just a couple of, you know, posters is exciting, isn't it? And uh, before we leave the the Know Your Rights poster, a couple couple quick comments, too, because I know you had mentioned as we get into the, the top of the year, employers may be looking at their bulletin boards and things like that and to see what they might need to update. One of the questions that came out when when the Know Your Rights poster came out was, well, when do I need to have it up by? 
uh, EEOC put out some FAQs. So anyone who wants a little bit more information about the poster, there there is kind of a fact sheet with some FAQs. There's a little bit of a summary on their page where you can actually pull down the, the poster itself. But basically is you have to remove the old poster and put up the new one within a reasonable amount of time. So um, what does reasonable mean? And reasonable is reasonable to, to everybody differently, I suppose. But just know that it is something that's there now. Uh, if you have not swapped out the posters, probably sooner rather than later, because at this point, uh, this new poster has been up since October. Uh, we're, we're a couple of months into this now. I, I certainly think by, by into 2023, it would probably be expected that that poster would be swapped out. Is it to say too, Chris, that OFCCP will certainly be of the opinion, if you are in an audit, they're going to expect to see the updated poster. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those of you who are posting this new Know Your Rights poster electronically, whether it's for employees through an intranet, whether it's for applicants through your job posting site, there is now a, a version of the Know Your Rights poster that is optimized for screen reading. And, and that is something I think as we get into 2023, we're going to maybe start to see a little bit more of as, as more and more things get electronic. There has been a little bit more focus recently on web accessibility in the private sector. And so uh, having these posters and really anything that you might put out there for applicants or employees, making sure that it's accessible for those who identifies as being an individual with a disability is going to be very important. So not all of these posters that are available online and, and all of these posters we're talking about today are available online. Some of them have this optimization, some do not. So just be aware that when you are pulling the stuff down, if you're doing it new, maybe go, maybe go for those new optimized um, uh, options first. But you also mentioned, Lauren, about some other posters. I know the ones that very often we see uh, OFCCP asking about right off the bat is that pay transparency, uh, non-discrimination posting, is the now know your rights posting. But there are other ones, too, that we need to make sure that we're aware of. And again, all of these, if you go to OFCCP's website, if you go to the Department of Labor's website, if you go to the Wage and Hour uh, website, there's a bunch of different places that you can pull these posters down. Um, and, and there is the option of having a, a vendor do an all-in-one, um, but these are all ones that you can pull down yourself as, as a company and have these put up either electronically or hard copy on bulletin boards. So. I'm not gonna, we're not gonna go through every single one that's available, but a couple, highlight a couple ones that we often get questions about. Um, and again, we're not gonna get into the, the kind of the jurisdictional, this may, you know, this applies when at this threshold and vice versa, but just know that these ones are out there um, at different thresholds. Some apply to, to, to certain contractors, some do not. So you'll just need to kind of see what was, what's my contract, um, what applies to me and what do I need to put up? But some of the ones that we often see is, for example, the, um, the, the notification of employee rights under federal labor law, so, so kind of the, the NLRB poster. Um, that is one that we often get questions from from OSCCP to make sure um, that that is up. Uh, there's a Know Your Rights under USERA poster. There is a uh, employee rights and responsibilities under the FMLA, uh, job safety and health, uh, it's the law poster employee rights under the F, uh, FLSA. And with the FLSA, so one note about that, there obviously is a, um, 
a poster that you will often see up in a, in just any any private employer for what the federal minimum wage is, uh, and maybe even a state minimum wage that might be more. Um, under certain circumstances, federal contractors may have an obligation to pay a higher uh, minimum wage, and and there is a a worker rights under Executive Order one three six five eight poster uh, that if it applies to you, that it'll it'll have that higher threshold, that higher uh, minimum wage for covered employees. Uh, do be aware. I know we're at the we're we're recording this podcast in at the end of twenty twenty two. Uh, the, the current poster that is up, if, if that does apply to you, expires at the end of this year. A new one with a new rate, a new minimum wage rate will go up as of January 1st, 2023. And if you happen to be listening to this podcast three years from now, just know that about annually, right around annually, so at the top of each calendar year, you're probably going to get a new poster with a new minimum wage listed. So um, just, just kind of keep an eye out for that. Some other posters, and, and again, these we're getting very specific with some of these, but there are certain posters for under the, the Service Contract Act, under the Public Contracts Act. There, there are, there's a poster under the Davis-Bacon Act. If you're a, a construction contractor or a federally assisted construction um, contractor, there's you know other posters related to uh, a, a, you know certain certain additional wage issues and things like that. There is a poster for paid sick leave for federal contractors if that applies to you. One of the interesting things, but before Lauren, I kick it back over to you, is on the U.S. Department of Labor's website, there is something called First Step Poster Advisor, where if you're not sure what might apply to you, you can actually go step by step. There's you just you go step and you you answer a question, you click next, you answer another question, you click next, and what it does is it, it helps you walk through what might apply to you and then at the end it should give you a list of of what the posters are that, that could be applicable so just be aware those options are out there there's there's lots of stuff but again these are all individual you have to do these one at a time there are vendors out there that will help you do try and do an all-in-one lauren you want to talk about the all-in-one kind of the the pros and cons of of having that one big poster that might include all of these these postings or maybe not all of them that's a great point for our federal contractor friends, there is truly no such thing as a wholly inclusive all-in-one posting. And that's because we can get most of them covered with those all-in-one posters, Chris. But one of the mandatory requirements for federal contractors is to post their EEO policy. And that, of course, is contractor-specific. It is not something that's going to appear in one of those standardized posters or that the government itself has standardized. And therefore, at a minimum on an annual basis, all of our federal contractors will have to review the board for the posters to include the policy, which again is never going to be rolled up into one of those vendor services. At a minimum, that's gonna be the one thing you're gonna see separate. And one last point on this, Chris, and then I'll ask if you have a thought is, um, it's, I've often seen that the pay transparency, not anymore, but the pay transparency non-discrimination provision, for whatever reason, we do often see that it gets excluded even on the package deals that maybe are for federal contractors. I don't see it as much as I used to. We used to see it more frequently, but it is something to just be aware of. Yeah, and the one thing I, I want to mention too is, is keep in mind that a lot of these uh, all-in-one posters 
sometimes will be all in one for federal contractors and a specific state, uh, which wherever you're, you're posting it. And so uh, again, keep in mind as we're talking about, for example, you know, the, the pay transparency poster, there's a lot of state specific uh, pay transparency laws that are starting to go into effect throughout the country. And so it may be that you need some additional information specific to where that location is that you're going to be posting. Um, so the, the, the stuff we're talking about for federal contractors, yes, it's nationwide, but just be aware that there is going to be other postings uh, in addition to just the federal stuff we're talking about that that's going to be probably be state specific that you'll need to make sure you're aware of, too. So, um, you know, I know we've 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 flown by this and really more than anything, we wanted to bring this more to the forefront as we as we get to the end of a calendar year just to say, hey, keep in mind. This is an obligation. It is something that we see on the on the mind of OSCCP during audits. We see it in conciliation agreements for where, where companies maybe haven't posted or, or done all of these types of requirements. And so we want to make sure that 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 just for all y'all listening to this podcast, um, you just kind of have that in the forefront of your mind when it comes to compliance. Exactly. It's an annual hygiene requirement. And uh, hopefully this will help get people started on making sure that they've got everything they need covered. Thank you so much for joining us today. And please sign up for Ogletree's podcast because we intend to have uh, more OFCCP podcasts in the near future, hopefully on a routine basis. So uh, stay tuned for more. Thanks for now. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.